Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1641 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Check out our free podcasting course so that you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Brandon Krieg. Brandon, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. I'm ready to ignite. Brandon is a co-founder and CEO of AtStash. He is passionate about fintech, electronic trading, and the future of investing. And he's also a big New York Rangers fan. Brandon, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Well, I have uh, lived in New York now for 22 years in New York City. I have uh, two kids, a wife, and hard to believe I have an 85 pound dog in New York city as well as all the others. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun. I'm busy. Um, and yeah, the New York Rangers, I'm a diehard New York Rangers fan. I actually am proud to say that I went to every New York Rangers home game, I think for eight straight seasons. So wow. yeah, I'm, uh, and the kids changed that a little bit, but now I have the, the dog shares a name with the team. So it's great. So I'm Perfect. always thinking about them. Yeah. What's the most success the Rangers have had in the past eight years? Almost winning the the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago was a pretty big deal, but really you know the, the Rangers, I, you know the, it's just drama, like any New York sports team. <laughs> so when you least expect it to do great, and when you have high hopes for them, they they don't do great. So every every game I strap in and just wait to see what happens. It's it's fun. I love being a fan though. So Brandon, you're a fan of the Rangers. You also have some expertise, some specialties in specific areas. And just a couple of sentences, like what would you define your area of expertise? Leveraging technology to solve big problems and how to think through the, the, how to solve these big market mass consumer problems through technology. So what's something that we as entrepreneurs don't probably know about leveraging that? Like what do you know as an expert that we don't that would be helpful if we know? You know, I think that everyone will see this answer differently. It really depends on what you think is a problem. So throughout my career now, I've been in, you know, I've been in fintech or financial technology um, since 1998, before it was a buzzword and super cool to work in it. And, you know, I always looked at, you know, when I first started out, we were trying to solve a problem around um, fees and, and, and conflict of interest in trading. And, you know, it was a... It wasn't a huge mass market problem, but it was a big problem and it affected a lot of people and it rolled all the way down to, you know, the retail investors. And I worked for 15 years tirelessly trying to, trying to help solve that problem. And, you know, now I'm proud to say that, you know, electronic trading is a huge industry. I turned my attention with, with my co-founder and this team to a really big problem that affects more than a hundred million people, which is investing and how to start investing. So those are two problems that I, you know, that I've isolated over the years. But, you know, look at any startup, right? You, you ultimately, if you're going to do a startup, you should find a big, big problem that, that you can be the painkiller for, essentially. For you, it hasn't always been that way. I mean, you've had a lot of success in the past number of years. You've also had some struggles as you're building your business and doing your thing. But if you had to pinpoint your worst moments to date in the entrepreneurial side and the business side of things... What would that worst moment be? Take us to that moment, Brandon. Pre the dot-com crash of 2001, you know, we had set up a business to, to really hone in on a specific problem, and we really dug in on it. We weren't really 
thinking about, you know, what's the bigger picture or like where do we take it if the market changed? And so we were really focusing on education for online active traders in the stock market. You know, what we didn't realize is if we, you know, when the dot-com crash happened, you know, a lot of the day traders in the market erased. They were gone. They left the market. And we're sitting there going, okay, we have all this technology and all these people. What are we going to do now? And I think what I learned back then is a lot of the things over the years that have evolved is you always have to be listening and thinking about how you evolve as a business and as an entrepreneur. And that's something that, you know, I mean, you know, I was part of a team that, you know, figured it out really quickly because we had to. But, you know, I go back now every day I wake up, I'm making sure that I'm listening and I'm learning and I'm paying attention to how the company that I'm part of needs to evolve and then how I need to evolve. If that if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. What do you think the biggest thing you learned from that listening was over that experience? Uh, I think for me, it's because <laughs> I have a tendency <clears throat> to talk a lot. It's shut up and listen is what I tell myself is, you know, th- th- you know, the biggest problem that I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they go into problems with ego. Um, we all have ego, whether it's unhealthy ego or healthy ego. You have to hope that more people have a healthy ego than an unhealthy and you start making assumptions as to what you think people want without listening to them. So for me, shut up and listen is important because I need to make sure that I'm listening and I'm analyzing what the problem is and what we're doing. You know, again, like I'll just refer to Stash as what we're doing right now. You know, it's a really complicated industry that we're, we're trying to solve a problem for. And I'm never going to know the answers more than our customers do because they're the ones feeling the pain. And again, I want to solve that, that pain for them. So if I go into these problems with an ego or thinking that I have these kind of preconceived notions of what I think is the answer to a problem, then I'll fail. And I think any entrepreneur will fail. So Stash was obviously a great idea that you had, and you're still seeing that through, but you've had a lot of good ideas, great ideas, crappy ideas. If you could just pick one, Brandon, for a story today that you would consider one of your greatest ideas to date, an aha moment, so to speak, what would that idea be? Take us to that moment. If it's okay, I think the, the, the biggest aha moment is, is Stash for me. And I think, you know, because Stash really was born on, on the street, on 55th Street in the city. You know, and, you know, always, you know, growing up in finance and financial services, I've always had a lot of my friends ask about investing and about how do they manage money. And it never really dawned on me that this was a problem. I just never thought about it. And I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know, and just move on and not want to talk about money, which is, you know, kind of a taboo thing amongst friends a lot of times. And, you know, and this, this was going on for years, more than, more than 15 years. And one day, you know, Eddie and I were on the street and just started literally talking to people in the street. And when I started asking questions about investing to strangers and they felt comfortable talking about it, I had the aha moment. I almost have the date in my brain. I can't think of it now. And it, it was an aha moment. I'm like, wait, all of these years, all of these things I've been hearing, it, it, it hit me like a brick. And I was like, wow, people just don't get this. I need to do something about this because there's a, there's a solution to this problem. You know, if you have, you know, my, all of my best friends, none of them work in finance. You know, I have a best friend that's in the chandelier business. I have a friend that sells data. I mean, they don't truly understand investing and they don't want to understand it. So yeah, for, for me, the aha moment was that. Yeah. And, and you know what, like 
like probably everyone else that listens to to the show and lots of people, I have lots of aha moments all the time. I never had one like that. But sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, you have an aha moment and then you go to sleep and in the morning it won't it won't be there anymore. So for me, this stash was the aha moment that stuck. It stuck so much that my wife finally looked at me and said, you need to do something about this. I don't want to hear about it anymore. You know, when your wife looks at you and says that, you know, Fire Nation is time, your significant other, your spouse, whoever it might be, your best friends, just get out there and do it on some capacity, maybe just as a side hustle, just to kind of start getting those wheels turning, that ball moving, but you got to put it into motion. It's all about the motion, all about that first step, all about the action. So kind of let's move forward now, you know, through Stash. Like, what have you learned as Stash has evolved that surprised you as the founder that you're like, wow, I didn't know this is going to be something within Stash, which I think kind of leads perfectly back into what you were saying. Like, you can't go into things with preconceived notions. Like, you have to let your customers, your clients tell you and guide you and show you the the way. So how did that happen with Stash? I would say that, you know, it's funny. What I'm learning is how little I know. It's interesting. <laughs> but now, you what know, do you mean specifically? Like, what do you know little about? Everything. No, everything. Because I, I find that I'm wrong most of the time because I listen now more than I've ever listened in my life. So again, I'll go into a problem and say, well, I know how to fix that problem. I've done this before. Okay, let's give it a specific example, not just a problem. What is something that you were just like, I, I, I never would have come to that conclusion on my own or I was totally wrong about this? That you have to have a lot of money to start investing. That's a big one, right? We, you know, a lot of people think that you have to have tons and tons of money to get started. And I said, yeah, you do. Because I've always worked on the institutional side of the business mm. where, you know, a lot of customers I had were investing, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars into the stock market or into the market as a whole every day. And I never thought that people would invest $5, Right. And when we started asking people about it, and people told me that their biggest fear is that, or their biggest reason that they're not doing something about you know, investing or starting to save is that they don't think they have enough money to start. And so, again, you know, I was wrong about that because if you tell someone they can start with $5, it takes away that fear and anxiety and they start. That's just one example of my current life of, of where I'm at. Fire Nation, that MLK quote I've come back to a few times over the past couple of days, you don't have to see the whole staircase to take that first step. Take that first step. Don't even worry about what that third, fourth, fifth step's going to be. Let it be revealed to you as you move forward. Now, let's kind of talk about today with Stash, today in your life, an 85-pound dog, you know, the New York Rangers. You have a lot of things going on, but what's the one thing in the business sense that fires you up the most right now? Well, can I actually, I'm going to answer that question with what you just said. Sure. Because I think that's so interesting. Because this is something that I share a lot with, with, with people that ask the question, is about taking one step at a time. And I think that, you know, something that we do here a lot is, you know, I just left a meeting a few minutes ago and I was asked, what's the plan for 2019? You know, I said, I, I don't know the plan for 2019. I have no idea. I do have a plan to take one step at a time. And I think that's just such a powerful point about, you know, just not getting too far ahead. You know, if you have an objective and you have something that's working, hone in on it and focus it and be a master of it. And then you can move to that next step. I just wanted to make that comment. I, I really like that you said that. No, I, I love it. It's really yeah. smart. Yeah, that's great. Because, I mean, the, the reality is, like, I look at my life, Brandon, right now, Snapchat, 
Instagram stories. You know, these are things that are huge for me, for content marketing, for so many online entrepreneurs that didn't even exist two months ago. Instagram stories didn't even exist. You know, and Snapchat, you know, eight months ago wasn't even in my periphery in my world, but now it's a big part of my day to day. So for me to say what I'm going to do in 2019 is kind of ludicrous because who knows what 2019 is going to be. I mean, our podcast going to be around. Is it going to be like a hologram of, you know, back in the Star Wars days? Like who knows? That's why one step at a time and then just continue to react as you go forward. That's right. And evolving, right? Every entrepreneur should be evolving with their customers. If you have a really good feedback loop open with your, with your customers and you're listening, um, you'll be able to evolve the right way, evolve to what your customers want. So I think it's like, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs go wrong where they say, I know what I'm going to do over the next year. I know exactly what that is. Great. But that means you're not listening to your customers. So I think that feedback loop helps evolve again, back to what you just said, the, the goals and the steps that you take can be, can, your customers will help guide you there if you listen to them and you open up that feedback loop. That's the most important advice I could ever give to anyone getting into an entrepreneurial startup or thinking about doing something is get that data, open up that feedback loop, and then go through the steps based on that. It's the smartest thing you can do. Fire Nation, that value bomb that Brandon just dropped is nothing compared to what he's going to be dropping in the lightning round after we thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, do you ever wake up feeling like you've already run out of energy or like your stress levels are raging? Starting your day off right is critical to having a productive day. And when your energy is down or your stress levels are high, your ability to focus on your business is compromised. So how can you be sure a lack of energy and stress are the last thing standing in your way of having a super productive day? For me, it's with Organifi Green Juice. Organifi Green Juice is packed with 11 energy-bumping and stress-stopping superfoods and herbs, which means you'll get long-lasting energy throughout the day so you can crush your to-do list. Plus, Organifi Green Juice tastes delicious. I know because I drink it daily. See for yourself. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N. IFI.com promo code FIRE. Building a strong team to help support business growth is critical, but unfortunately, building a strong team isn't easy. Always remember, it starts with just one team member and grows from there. And what better place to start than with ZipRecruiter.com, where you can go to find qualified candidates who you can trust and rely on. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. You can also find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and qualified candidates will start to roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Brandon, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? When I first worked in, a, in an entrepreneur startup in my first company, I was part of, I was too young to even know I was doing it. So, you know, it just got thrown into it as my first job and off I went. And then, you know, I took a company, you know, and we started up with just a few people 
built it up. We went through venture capital, and then we the company was acquired, and then I stayed at the acquiring company. What held me back when I was older and I started Stash was really fear of failing, to be honest with you. It was, a, it was, you know, when my wife was telling me, I heard enough about this, go do it, go do it. For me, to walk into my boss's office, and I worked for a large global bank, and quit my job, which was a good job, Stay. was really hard. So fear of, fear of failing and, and, and risk was, was definitely something that held me back. But, you know, I worked it out and I eventually went in and resigned and did it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Shut up and listen. <laughs> I always say that because it's advice I've gotten from a lot of my good friends. Just listen more, talk less, and, and just let the data guide you. That's, that's the top advice I've ever received. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I take a little time every day for me. I think one thing I've learned in these startups is that if you are constantly just working all the time, 24 hours a day, you, you, you need a little time. So I make sure I take just a little bit of time every day. Well, now I have kids, so I spend a little bit of time without my phone every day with my kids. And if my kids aren't around, I take time just for me without my phone. And it's really important. It's hard to do, I have to say, but mm. I do it. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Ah, Slack, all day long. Slack is, is my favorite tool. Slack, for, for me, really helps me kind of hone in on what I want to say in as few words as possible, and it's helped me communicate more effectively with my coworkers. It's, it's a great tool. I love it. If you could recommend one book, what would it be and why? Lean Startup. It would be Lean Startup. Lean Startup really helps, uh, will help an entrepreneur um, hone in on what that problem is and how to, how to find the solution to the problem. But it gives you a really good framework and a guide, almost like a template to, to get there. And it helps you iterate and iterate and iterate as you're trying to find it. I love Lean Startup. A, a, a friend of mine introduced me to it. And it was, it's the guiding principle as to how we built Stash. Let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. To connect with me, um, my email is brandon at stashinvest.com. Um, I am a LinkedIn addict. I love LinkedIn. So you could always send me a message on LinkedIn. And then if you want to try Stash, um, I would love to give every one of your listeners $5 to start investing. Ooh. So if you open up an account, once the account's open, if you go into the app, you can just type FIRE into, as a code, and it will, it will put your first $5 into your account for you. But I would love to talk uh, to any, any of your listeners over LinkedIn. If anyone wants to hit me up, I, I love to share guidance and, and listen to founder stories. It's, it's exciting. That is incredibly generous of you. And what's that parting piece of guidance? Let the data guide you in your decisions when you, when you take that step to start a company. You know, try to, try to understand that even if you're an expert in, in everything under the sun, you may not always understand exactly what your customers want. And I think the most important thing is try to move your ego aside, listen to your customers, and iterate off of the feedback you get. It's a pretty good recipe for success, if you ask me. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with BK and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Brandon in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, and of course, email Brandon with a question, brandon at stashinvest.com. 
say hi, say thank you, email people Fire Nation, they give you their email address because that's your opportunity to say hi and to, to get some questions answered. And you can hit him up on LinkedIn. He loves it. And last call to action, if you don't do this, you don't love entrepreneurship. You're not a hustler. You're not a grinder because when someone's like, here's $5, you take that, Fire Nation. I take that, Fire Nation. And I made seven figures last year. Stashinvest.com. Sign up for an account. Enter the code FIRE once you've done that. Your first $5, poof, in your account. Just add another $5 here. You got 10 bucks now. You don't understand the power of compound investing until you do. Start investing today, Fire Nation. Your 65, 85, 105-year-old self will thank you, thank you, thank you. And Brandon, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. It was great. I appreciate it. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Brandon today, and you're ready to create your dream life one step at a time, aren't you? Well, my book, How to Finally Win, will be your guide. Visit howtofinallywin.com, and I'll catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Building a strong team starts with just one team member and ZipRecruiter can help. They've been used by over 1 million businesses for good reason and right now you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Start your day off the right way, Fire Nation, with Organifi Green Juice. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com promo code FIRE.